0: Good morning everybody, Bishop Ed Akers here coming to you this week with my live at 945. 15 minutes to give you a jump start and an uplift for your week coming up. I believe God's got great things for you this week. He's a good God and he's been good to me and I know that he's going to be good to you. Well, I want to greet you this morning from Victorious Living International offices here at Victorious Living Church in Grove City, Ohio. It's good to be back on today. Last week, I was ministering with a good friend of mine in Anniston, Alabama, Paul Goodwin and Fire City Church, and was unable to get my 945 live out. But it was a wonderful time with that great, great church. Five-year-old church, really growing and moving for God in Alabama. So praise God. I'm glad to be back home with you today. You know, we're in a season of time when... Uh, it's supposed to be a time of joy. We hear all the Christmas carols about the joy of the season. And uh, it is a time of celebration. It is a time when we celebrate the joy of the greatest gift given to humanity, the Lord Jesus Christ. And for the believer and for really all the world, this is the song of joy, this is the event of joy. But simultaneously at Christmas time, there's a lot of melancholy. There's a lot of nostalgia and memories. And for some, this is a difficult season of time because they think back to the past, of times gone by, of times of parents that may be now in heaven or a spouse. Missing someone at the table is very prominent around Christmas time. Also, there are those who are anxious about the time and the tomorrow as they're spending way too much money on gifts for the kids or for their family and busy with the season and worrying about what tomorrow is going to be like after this season is over. It's a time when we should have great joy and peace, but there's also great turmoil on the inside. You know, the other thing is, is all year long we fight to hold on to joy. It's kind of a strange thing because the Lord wants our joy to be full. Psalm 118, 24 says, This is the day, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice, or we will rejoice, and be glad in it. In what? The day. In the day. Well, I want to talk about that today. How to maintain or live joyfully every single day. Day by day, moment by moment, to live purposefully in joy. In every area of life, in every day of life, it's possible. Oh, I know there are harder days than others. There are days we grieve and have sorrow over lost, especially loved ones that may become sick or may die or things that disappoint us. And so we fight off sorrow, even at this season of joy, because we've gone through so many things in our life. But I believe it's very possible, it's God's will, that our joy would be full In John chapter 16, verse 24, Jesus says this to us. How many of you need to know that when Jesus says something, it is the will of God. When the Bible tells us something, it is God's will. And if it's God's will, it is possible for us to live in the reality of that will. It's not fantasy. This is God's desire for us, and he will give us the ability to do so. And John 16, 24, Jesus says, Until now you have asked nothing, excuse me, in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Well, that's Jesus' words to us, correct? And the word joy in the Hebrew or the Greek right there is the word chara. And it means joy and gladness and delight. And then the word full is the word plero in Greek. And it means to make full and complete, ample supply. It is the will of the Lord Jesus Christ that we ask anything in his name that our joy may be full. And I believe that's every single day. That in the moment in which we find ourselves, in the day in which we find ourselves, we can be full of joy. Here's... Here's my angle on this today. People do not maintain a daily joy. The only moment I have right now is this one. The only day that I've woken up in is this one. Yesterday is gone. It'll never transverse my life again. It'll never come across my life again. Last year is gone. Two years ago is gone. And these past days and past times and moments make up the sum of my life, but I'm alive today. In fact, I would submit to you that the word now is the most appropriate word to describe what heaven or eternity will feel like. It will be a perpetual moment of now, with no distinct knowledge of yesterday, no anxieties about tomorrow. For eons of eternity, with no time clock, with no beginning and no end, we will be with God in heaven, if we're believers, in a perpetual now. It'll never feel like time is fading. This brings me great joy for my loved ones who have already gone to heaven, such as my father or my grandfathers or my mother-in-law. That when we go there, when it's our time, it'll be now to them still. And we'll enter that moment of now where the past no longer drags us down and the future no longer looks like an impending wall of doom. (laughs) There are three enemies to the joy being full on a daily basis. Maybe this will help you today. Here's three enemies, and then I'll give you some solutions. One of those enemies is that we have this consistent problem with the past. Unresolved offenses, hurts, disappointments loss of a loved one, life didn't go the way we kind of expected it to. And if we're not very careful, if we don't watch over this, then the past becomes a drag. It becomes a giant weight on our shoulders that steals the joy from today. Right now, what happened to you 10 years ago is not happening to you actively now. Even if you went through serious problems or abuses as a child or abuse uh, in any way or any suffered any major pain or loss of the past, it may affect your life, but it cannot, you cannot allow it to steal your daily joy. So many people look to the past and cause it to bring a hindrance to their joy in the now. They feel, If that would have been different, then I could be happy. If I could get that back, then I would be happy. There have been things in my life that I really was convinced I should do, that I wanted in my life, didn't happen the way they should, and it took me a while to realize that's not going to happen. I need to let go of that. I need to toss it aside and enjoy now. The people in my life now don't deserve for me to treat them a certain way or act a certain way or be upset all the time about what was in the past. They're in my life today. Last night, we did a family outing we always do in a historical village here in Columbus. We've been doing it since my girls were young, 30 years or plus. And my little uh, eight-year-old granddaughter, they had period dancing of the time, uh, whatever they called the dancing in the 1860s, uh, holiday dances. Um, we went into the dance hall there, we just visiting, we weren't planning on it. And all the family started to get up and do participate in this group dancing. And little Harper looked up, said, I want to do that. And I said, let's go do it. And so for about 10, 15 minutes, we jumped around and had joy. I've known people that couldn't do that because they're too bogged down by what's happened before in their life. They don't realize that they're stealing the joy from the people in their life. They have now, I'd love to have my father back, my mother-in-law my father-in-law, my grandparents, people that I've lost in my life. But I have my grandchildren, my mother, my wife. They deserve me in the now, right? And so they, this is a way the enemy tries to steal our joy now by helping by dragging us down with our past. Philippians 3.13, Paul said this about his past because he, he qualified by the law, he was righteous by the law, he was perfect by the law. He also persecuted Christians, which was a negative past. And people were always throwing up Paul's past to him. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians 3.13, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, I forget what is behind, and I press for what is ahead. Drop what's behind. Say, well, I want my husband back that died many years ago, or my wife. Well, if she's in heaven, or he's in heaven, you'll be with him someday, but... What you can't get back is their body. You can't get back that time, but you can get back the joy you had then. You can get back the peace and the love in the present with those around you. Number two that steals people's joy is the anxieties of tomorrow. So it's yesterday and tomorrow that takes away today's joy. If my joy's to be full, I've got to deal with my yesterday by letting go, and I've got to look at my tomorrow, and I've got to leave it in the hands of God. Many people are fretting about tomorrow, the anxieties. Is the government going to get worse? Is the economy going to get worse? What's going to happen with my money? Am I going to have my job? All of these worries about tomorrow will cause us to lose joy today, right? And Jesus Pray, told us in Matthew 6, 34, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. For sufficient today are the troubles for today. Excessive fear and anxiety about tomorrow will cause us to lose joy for today. And Jesus told us to pray this way in the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. didn't say pray about tomorrow. The Israelites in the Old Testament got manna daily. They weren't worried about tomorrow. The Lord said, eat what you have today. Don't hold back and hoard for tomorrow. I'll provide again tomorrow. So, always dwelling in what could come steals the joy of what you are in. Finally, the last one, and there's other ones that steal your joy, but this one is looking to anyone or anything in the present time for my satisfaction, my joy, and my strength. Anybody except Jesus Christ, He's my source. He's my source of strength, my source of provision, my source of joy. If in in the present moment I put more hope in things of this world or in other relationships than I do Him, I'm setting myself up to have my joy stolen when those things disappoint me or are taken away. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. This is an old hymn that drives home the fact that if I'm going to live in joy, full joy today, and then when I get to my tomorrow, it'll be today again, then I must trust in God alone. I don't, I like Paul, I can say I've not apprehended this completely. There are days I put my trust in situations, events, deadlines that I may have with missions or finances. And I try to find ways, and I'm thinking about how tomorrow. And I'm not, you know, the Bible says a wise man plans his way. Uh, I think it's good to have plans. It's good to have goals. It's good to think ahead on the what ifs to a certain degree. But the joy is not found in getting the future all lined up. The joy is found in living in the day with full presence. Be present. Be present in the moment. Be present in the present. (laughs) So finally, now is all we have. Ephesians 3.20, Now unto Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Now. Now there is therefore no condemnation to those who walk in Christ Jesus, who walk after the flesh, who walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh. Embrace the now. In this Christmas season, embrace the moments. You're having dinner with your family, don't be preoccupied with who's not there. Maybe you got a family schism going on and you can't get it fixed. Put it in the hands of God for today and enjoy the family you have. Maybe you don't have enough money to give your kids 10 presents each, get them two. And when the day comes, enjoy the moment and help them enjoy the blessing. Joy is dependent upon our focus and our perspective. If I keep my focus present, in the present, on Jesus Christ, And I realize when I look around me, I have great friends. This is another key to keeping your joy. Stay socially connected. Some of you that are older that watch us online, you feel isolated. If you cannot get to others, reach out to those who you know and say, come visit. I can't get out, but come visit. Let's, let's have dinner together. Be socially connected with others, be around friends and families. If you only have a few, make them the center of your life, second to Christ. Thirdly, get involved in church and stay there and stay involved. We'll keep you busy around here, and we'll keep you in the present. (laughs) Embrace the moments of now. So God bless you. I pray you have great joy this week, and your joy is full in the Lord throughout this Christmas season. Don't worry about yesterday or tomorrow. Don't fret about what didn't happen yesterday. You're alive. You got blessings today. So today is the day the Lord has made we will rejoice and be glad praise god next sunday morning i'm going to bring a detailed report about this past year victorious living international but today at victorious living church at 10:45, we have a great service for you and a children's program tonight at six that's going to be fun and powerful if you're coming today they're wearing ugly sweaters around here i don't think i get much uglier than just a black shirt for me this year but If you've got an ugly sweater and you want to come, there's a contest on here at the church today at 1045 with a great service and an ugly sweater contest. And then tonight, the Christmas program. I look forward to talking to you again next week. It's a global Sunday at the church, uh, and I'd love to see you. Also, keep your eyes on your social media if you follow me, if you're a partner to us. We have something that we're unrolling this coming year called the 51,000 Partners. I'll talk more about that in weeks to come. Just pray that God provides everything we need. We have three families in Pakistan waiting for freedom right now. I have $700 that was committed by pastors in the Philippines. I just need $1,350 more to get this family out. If you can do that today, go on to victoriousliveinternational.com, look for the contact or donate page, and designate it to a family freedom fund that you'll find in our giving app. You want to know more information about how you can help us win the world for Jesus Christ? Just reach out to me by direct message, and I'll I'll be sure to get back with you myself. We love you guys. We wish God's best on you. I praise God for you, and may you remember these words from 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Have a great day, and I'll see you next week as well.